Unless otherwise indicated, Ratchet Book Club is intended for a mature audience. Viewer discretion is greatly advised. Ratchet Book Club, where we read hood classics and good classics. I'm Derek. 916-633-1537. Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com. Ratchet Book Club on Twitter. In the last episode, I was really mad at Gavin, and I'm sure that in this episode, I'm going to be really mad at Gavin again, so it doesn't really fucking matter. Um, Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Chapter 4, Dalo. Man, what the fuck happened? Was Annalise serious when she told me that Zakia was actually pregnant by me again? To mask my feelings, I hurried up and put it on Annalise again. This time she fell asleep, and I had time to follow up with what she had just told me. The first thing I did was call Zakia up. I didn't get an answer, so I called again. Still no response. I sent her a text message hoping she would call me back, but after a half hour passed and she still hadn't, I climbed back in bed with Annalise. As I shut my eyes and thought about things, I decided that I'd have to go past Berenda's place tomorrow and get her to tell me where Zakia was. If anybody knew where Zakia was, it was her. And if she knew that baby was mine, then she knew that we had a lot to talk about. Honestly, this new information threw me off and I didn't know what my next move was going to be. It wasn't like we were still together in a relationship or some shit like that. Zakia was involved with that square-ass nigga Gavin and I had moved on with Annalise. Well... I hadn't really moved on because I wasn't even into Annalise like that. Truth be told, I was just trying to get under Zakia's skin so she could act right. I still love Zakia more than anything else in the world besides my kids. If we were having another baby, that definitely deserved a conversation. This is me. I'm just going to jump in real quick and say because I'm probably going to forget by the end of the chapter, but I am completely disgusted by that. I'm completely disgusted at the fact that he can turn on and off whether or not he felt anything for her. I mean, he said from the gate that he didn't. But it also seems like this book, who was written by two women who in previous books in the series have already shown these women to be color struck, are putting it to where uh, he didn't like nothing about uh, Annalise. And I'm wondering if it had anything to do, it couldn't have. You know what? I'm not even going to go there. I'm not going to place that on somebody else. But they are color struck. That night, I tossed and turned all night long. The next morning, I woke up with the sole purpose of having a conversation with Zakia. I needed to know two things. If the baby was mine and where we would go from there. Surely she would have something to tell me. Hey, babe. Annalise said as she rolled over and looked at me. What up? How'd you sleep? Like shit. Oh, 
Sorry about that. I'm sure you have a lot on your mind after our conversation last night, huh? She asked. Yeah, I'm tripping off it, but not like that. Zakia and I are done, and this baby, if it's mine, ain't gonna make me run back to her if that's what you're thinking, Lisey. I smirked and pecked her lips. Because if you're thinking that, don't. Oh, I'm not, she giggled and came up behind me as I got out of the bed to go shower. That shit right there didn't do nothing but delay me from getting up out the house. If Annalise was trying to pussy whip a nigga, she was doing a damn good job. In the sex department, she went from one to one hundred. And each time I tapped that ass, she got a little freakier. Now I wasn't complaining, and a nigga could hang, but the shit she was putting on me was draining. See, both y'all niggas. You and Gavin. Both y'all run into the young girls because they don't know everything. Man, look, I'm just saying. Y'all keep pursuing these young girls because you think they don't have any sexual intelligence or anything like that. And that you could just put work on them and they just think you're a king. Don't make me hate you, Dalo. Annalise had me shooting my load so much that I didn't think I had any more come up inside me to pump out. Oh, but my dick was still rising to the occasion. Each and every time. Damn, baby. I laughed as we got out and got dressed. What? Annalise giggled. You know what the fuck you doing to me, girl, and I love that shit. I laughed and kissed her. Slipping my shoes on, I let her know that I had some runs to make. By the look on her face, I knew that she suspected that I was going to talk to Zakia. If she asked, though, I would tell her because I didn't have shit to hide. The harshest shit Annalise could do to me was kick me out, and even then, she wouldn't put me in a fucked up position. Smart as I was, I kept my little-ass apartment, as she liked to call it. That was where I stashed my real cash, valuables, and illegal shit anyway. I'll be back, baby, I told Annalise. You need anything while I'm out? No. Thanks, Dalo. I'm good, she replied with a smile. I gotta go on there and check on Michaela. Almost forgot she was here. In fact, I'm surprised she's not up yet. At least I ain't heard her. You go do that, and I'll see you later, Lisey. Okay, she said, giving me one last peck. As we both went out the room, Annalise went towards the guest room while I headed for the front door. I would have stayed around to speak, but socializing with her homegirl wasn't something I had time to do, nor did I care to do it. On a mission, I went straight over to Berinda's to see what was up with Zakia. When she opened the door, she immediately frowned up. Hey, Berinda, is she here? I asked as the kids ran out and rushed me. Daddy! Come in. Brenda cut her eyes and called out for Zakia. Deshaun and Delinda, y'all come on. I gotta drop you off. I'll take them, I offered, but Brenda cut me off and insisted that she do it. Thanks, but I think y'all need time to talk in private. After saying goodbye to the kids and giving them hugs before they shot out the door behind Brenda, I looked up to see Zakia standing there. Even with tears in her eyes, she was still glowing. What's up? Now isn't a good time, Dalo. She sniffled as she stood there rocking side to side. Zakia was completely avoiding eye contact with me, proving that she was nervous and embarrassed. I didn't know why, though. She should have been relieved that she wasn't knocked up by that mark-ass nigga. I know it's not, but you can't avoid this conversation forever. Our son's gonna be here in a few months. What? She shrieked hysterically like she didn't have no sense. How the fuck you know this your baby? Gavin told, please, please, 
please don't tell me Gavin done ran at that bitch already and told her that shit. Yeah, he told her and of course she brought it to my attention. Brought it to your attention? Zakia hollered. You mean that bitch went running her damn mouth? Yeah, you've been around that bougie bitch too fucking long. Look, Zakia, I came looking for you to get confirmation. Here you go again. You came hunting me down so you could hear me admit the shit. Well, I'm not. So you're saying it ain't my baby boy? I checked, giving her one last chance to come clean and confess. Unfortunately, yes. And because of that shit, Dalo, this nigga put me and the kids out the house. Hell yeah, I was mad now. But what the fuck did she expect to happen when that square found out that she was milking and while carrying my baby? Did you know, Zakia? Did I know what? Did you know that this was my kid? I asked. What the fuck did she think I was talking about? Hell no. You think I will play with anybody like that? When I first found out I was pregnant, they gave me a completely different due date. That's why I just knew it was Gavin's baby. But when I went to this last appointment, they told me I was a month further along. I didn't even know Gavin then, she cried. Well, I guess that's all I needed to know unless you were fucking somebody else. Fuck you, Dalo. It's your fucking kid and me and your other ones are homeless once again. You have to help us. What could I say to that shit? The way Zakia was standing there crying, all I could do was hold her and tell her that we would figure something out. Right now, get yourself together so we can go get you a spot. I'm going to run to my apartment and pick some shit up and then come back and get you. Why can't me and the kids just come to your apartment? Because it ain't no place for kids, Zakia. You know my little spot's only a one bedroom. Say no more, she shrugged and rolled her eyes. I'll be ready when you get back. All right, I replied and opened the door to leave Berinda's. Hey, Dalo, Zakia called out as I stepped to the pathway. What's up? Thank you. Thank you for understanding and thanks for looking out for us. No doubt, Zakia. I got y'all, I assured. There was no way I was about to have my shorties on the street or cramped up nowhere. If I had to give up the six racks to help my baby mama get a place and get on her feet, that's what I was ready to do. I just wasn't about to stay there with her. Still having that connection with Annalise, I wasn't ready to call it quits just yet. Not only was I starting to dig her, but the world that she introduced me to made me want more than just an apartment or a fancy car. It had me wanting a home, business, and a family. Like some fairy tale shit. Who I was going to get that happily ever after with, I didn't know. But I was damn sure going to have fun figuring it out. On my own terms at that, because with Zakia needing me and Annalise heavy on my coattail, I was now the one in the driver's seat. With me behind the wheel, I control the speed and the destination. All they need to do is learn how to sit back and enjoy the ride. Okay, one, two... Three, shout out to uh, the Tootsie Roll Pop commercial. Four, five, six, seven. Seven pages prior, he was saying I hadn't moved on because I wasn't even into Annalise like that. Truth be told, I was just trying to get under Zakia's skin so she could act right. Well, Zakia's... I don't know what you define as acting right, but Zakia is now in a situation where she's going to be open to reconciling with you if you're open to reconciling with her. And you're talking about six racks. That's, that's not a lot. 
That's 6,000. Okay, fine. But you still, like, she's going to be open to reconciling with you. And when you show her the money, unfortunately, she's going to be like, oh, money, you must love me. I don't, I don't know. I guess maybe they never talk about the dad, but I guess maybe he showed his love to her by buying her stuff. But why are you still holding on to Annalise? Why are you still talking about, I'm trying to uh, want a family, a business, and a home? Nigga, you got the family. Like three kids and a, a, a baby mama that you should wife up. Uh, you can get a home. Um, and I don't know what kind of business you're looking at, but Annalise ain't going to be the one to direct you there. She ain't going to be the one to point you anywhere. I mean, y'all, we got to stop looking at having black women save us. That's it. That's all I got. Chapter five, Zakia, three days later. Well, I must say, Zakia, I'm impressed. Brenda smiled as we came in from dropping the kids off. Impressed? By what? I questioned with a raised brow as I gathered all the rest of the loose toys I was taking with me. Dale really made good on his word this time. Now, I don't know if he's going to stay out of jail, but getting you a place this fast is definitely a good start. She told me as she helped me finish packing. He even acts like he's still in love with you, even after you left him for Gavin. Speaking of which, that nigga said he loved you. But if he did, he wouldn't have put you and the kids out like that. Then you ain't heard from him. What kind of love is that? Brenda was so right, and hearing it from her only made me madder. When I did talk to that bastard, I was definitely going to cuss his ass out. Whatever, girl. It's his loss. Me and my kids will bounce back like we always do. I huffed proudly. I can do the hell out of some hair, and I have clients who will come to wherever I am. Girl, now that's what the hell I'm talking about, Zakia. You haven't done hair since you had your salon hooked up at the estate. Then that bitch-ass sister of yours want to throw you out. You went through all that trouble doing that shit, and then do the same thing to the garage Joe place with Gavin, and you didn't even get to have your little grand opening. Ugh, I hate him too. I don't hate Gavin. But you're right, girl. If he loves me, he'll be here for me. He's not. So that is what it is, I said, forcing a smile as I jiggle my new keys in the air. Now let's go to my next blessing. My own house and Dalo can't switch the names on this motherfucker. Hush. But you're right, Zakia. He can't. But I don't think he would do the grimy shit that Gavin did. You already have Deshaun and Daylinda together with Dalo, and you guys are having another one. He gonna make sure Charles straight regardless, girl. As I zipped up my last duffel, I hugged Berenda and thanked her for always having my back. She was closer to me than any of my blood-related family, and for that shit, I appreciated her. Don't forget I'm picking up the kids today so I can bring them to their new house. Lord knows they're tired of moving. Please don't remind me, Berenda. I already feel like a bad mother for putting them through this shit again. I even feel bad about the shit with Gavin, but I swear that I didn't know... And that's why you're not allowed to feel bad about none of that shit, Zakia. Berenda huffed and hugged me one last time. The way I see it, it's Gavin's loss. Holding my head up high, I smiled. You're right, girl. Let me get out of here and go meet my baby daddy at the new house. If I'm not there in 15 minutes, he gonna be blowing up my damn phone. Just as I told Berenda that, Dela was ringing my cell. All I could do was laugh. Yeah, that nigga's still in love with you, she teased. Hush, I'll see you later, I said, running out to my car so I could answer my phone. Hey, baby daddy, 
Hey, baby mama, where you at? I'm on my way. I'll be there in 10. Hanging up with him, I dashed over to the new community and got there to find a big furniture truck outside. Getting excited, I parked on the street and rushed inside without even getting the stuff out that I brought from Berenda's. What's all this? I didn't want you begging that nigga for whatever you left over there. So I got the kids some beds and got you guys a couple of TVs, a kitchen table, and a sofa set. He explained before he headed back out the house. Wait, where are you going? I got shit to do. I was rushing you because they still moving the stuff in the house. Oh. Okay, I said. Well, when are you coming back? Coming back? Dalo laughed right in my face, making me feel like a damn dummy. I got you here, got you some shit you needed, and gave you some pocket change. You got a car and food. What I need to come back here for? Talk about a low blow. This nigga crushed my feelings, but instead of breaking down in tears like I wanted to, I talked shit. Duh, nigga. Maybe because your fucking kids are here, including the one in my damn stomach in case you forgot. Responsibilities, nigga, I shrieked, ready to fight. I ain't got to shack up with you to make sure that I take care of my responsibilities here. I got moves to make, he fussed. Shit, I had to put up a damn grip to get this fucking house. Now, I need to make that shit back up. What? You mean by selling dope and shit? As a kid, I don't sell dope. You don't know what the fuck you talking about. Who the fuck want to deal with crackheads and addicts? Crack is a drug of the past and folks ain't doing nothing but popping pills these days. All kinds of them and I just happen to have the best ex in town. Well, whatever you call yourself pushing, it's illegal. You know what? I'm not about to stand out here arguing with you, Zakia. I don't want to stretch you out while you're carrying my seed. Too late for that shit. I fussed as he tried to walk away from me. Where the hell you going, Dalo? To the estate, he clowned and got in his ride and sped off. If I wasn't big and pregnant, I would have chased him down and fucked him up along with that damn car. Ugh. How the hell was Annalise still coming out on top? There she was standing in my daddy's house, fucking my baby daddy while having Gavin continuously chasing after her. That bitch was really getting under my skin and I felt the revenge coming on. I couldn't just let things be. I had to start some shit up so I wouldn't be the only one irritated and upset. Ready to wreak havoc, I went and got all my shit out of the car and plotted while I waited for the delivery men to leave. Once they left, it was on. Locking up my house, I jumped right in my ride to head over to my daddy's house. That bitch wasn't going to be over there laughing at me while she was fucking my baby daddy. She needed to go right back to Gavin and leave Dalo alone. Yeah. I know I had a lot of nerve to be talking shit like I was, but I had Dalo first. We already had kids together and she had nothing but that damn house of money my daddy left her. Without that shit, that bitch would just be an ordinary bitch like the rest of us females. She about to feel all my pain, I yelled as I hit the main road leading to the estate. There were three vehicles parked outside when I got there, but the only one I focused on was Dalo. Leaving mine on the street, I walked up and took my key out to scratch up the fresh paint job with my baby daddy's whip. Now, why the fuck would you do that? That This is me. Why? 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 The nigga just paid for your house. Y'all couldn't talk this out? And you said you were getting revenge on Zacchaeus or Annalise. I'm sorry. So why in the fuck would you...
Why? What's the what's the sense in that? I don't know. And how the fuck didn't you know this nigga sold drugs? And what kind of drugs he sold? Like y'all been together since forever. How are you surprised that he sells X? The nigga wasn't going to jail for stock abuse or, or, or stock fraud or whatever that shit is. White collar crimes. I don't know what they are. Us black folks don't get that chapter of the book. Insider trading. That's what it's called. <laughs> I'm back, motherfuckers. Shit. I yelled when the alarm went off as soon as I touched it. That's what you get. That's what you get. Looking up, I saw this chick run out of my old salon. She frowned up as soon as our eyes met. What the fuck are you doing here? Before I could cuss her out for asking, here comes Annalise and Dalo. Since I now had an audience, I was ready to act a fool. The fuck you over here for, Zakia? Dalo hits as he stepped in front of Annalise in a protective manner. To make it crystal clear to this bitch that by fucking with you, she'll always have to see my kids. They're a part of him, bitch, and so is this one. I hollered as I rubbed my stomach. Have ten more and it ain't gonna keep them. Girl, you done already showed Dalo. And Gavin... There's a comma in between Dalo and Gavin that I wasn't aware of. And I wasn't aware of what the sentence says because this is my first time reading this. But I am aware of how they write. No, not how they... Yeah, how the editors miss shit. Yeah, I'm putting this on the editor. Have ten more and that ain't gonna keep them. Girl, you done already showed Dalo and Gavin you ain't nothing but a hoe. That was it. Pregnant or not, I was about to sneak this bitch. If Dalo knew what was best for him, he'll protect me if Annalise's friend tried to jump in. If he didn't, then I hope they made me lose this baby. That way, I could blame it on him and use it as a reason never to see him again. Even if I had to put him in jail to make that happen. If Dalo don't want to be with me, he ain't going to be with nobody except his damn cellmate. Children, aren't they a blessing? If he gets on, if he stands up for Annalise, then I hope that I lose his baby so I could blame it on him and use that as a reason never to see him again. Because, you know, what's a baby really? I mean, I'm, it's too far along for an abortion. So I'm not going on the whole Catholic abortion trip. Not the fuck at all. But it is too late for her to have an abortion. So at this point in time, she's just, you know, she acting out like that's wild. Anyhow, chapter six, Michaela. Giving Annalise and her boy toy some privacy, I went ahead and moved out to the guest house. Good thing I did, too, because I was the first one to step out the door to stop Annalise's crazy-ass sister from fucking up somebody's car. Well, actually, it was the alarm that stopped her from fucking up their car. Like, she literally froze as soon as the alarm went off. Good thing that her and Dalo came running out when they did, because I was about to put some hands on this bold bitch, pregnant or not. Yeah, right. I mean, she might. But Michaela don't strike me as the type of person who's going to put hands on anybody until she gets mad enough because they done told her husband that she's been fucking around on him for six months while treating her, him like, and the kids like shit. If she was courageous to run up, she had been better getting knocked out. Especially with all the anger I had pent up inside of me. All I had to do was picture Tommy's face on her neck and it would be on. See, that's where she gets her anger at. Then the little heifer jumped for Annalise and almost forgot the shit was a one-on-one. -on -one. 
I wanted to jump her ass so badly because I was just mad as a kid for ruining my friend's marriage for no good reason at all. She told him she was pregnant and for that reason Gavin felt obligated to stay with her. But I knew that he still loved Annalise and that was why I had invited him over here to try and work things out with her. I knew she didn't love Dalo. That boy was just using her for what he could get out of her. Shit, he got a whole man cave in her damn house. Like why the fuck would she do that for a dude she knew nothing about? She had advised me on several occasions pertaining to my marriage and my relationship to Tommy. Now it was time for me to advise her because she was making a huge mistake with Dalo's young ass just like I did. Translation Now that I'm no longer in a relationship and I'm no longer happy with Tommy. Bitch, you can't be either. I'm going to justify this like I justify everything else, but we about to be in the same boat. Miserable together, uh, 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 together, miserable together, you and me, bitch. The relationship with Dayla was a train wreck waiting to happen. I wasn't going to wait for my best friend to go down like a sinking ship before I spoke up and said something. Look at this shit here. I mumbled under my breath after watching Annalise and Zakia fight each other like roosters. Dalo tried to separate them, but then they started swinging on him too. Finally intervening, I finally rushed over there and pulled Annalise from the equation. She was really mad though and wanted to continue fighting with Zakia. Cut that shit out, Dalo yelled. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Lisa, I can't believe y'all here fighting your own damn sister and she pregnant with my kid. Annalise slapped the shit out of Dalo. She slapped his ass so hard I thought his head was spinning backwards like a damn owl. I didn't blame her for hitting him though. He deserved that shit too. I mean, he was here to be with Lisey, but he was arguing with her over fighting with his baby mama when she was the one who came over here with her ass uninvited and instigated it. Don't you ever call that bitch my fucking sister again, Annalise yelled angrily. That bitch came to my fucking house starting shit and you want to turn that shit on me? Fuck you and her, Dalo. Fuck me? Why fuck me, Dalo asked. Get the hell off my property, Annalise screamed. Gladly, bitch. Stay the hell away from my baby daddy, too, Zakia yelled. Tell that nigga to stay the fuck away from me, Annalise hollered. Y'all crazy as fuck, Dalo yelled. Zakia, get your fucking ass in the damn car. Y'all get the fuck off her property and do us both a favor and not come back, I finally yelled, adding my two cents. Annalise went in the house while I watched him leave in Zakia's car. Spinning around to go back inside, I saw that Dalo's ride was still parked on the side of the house. That meant that he would be back. But I didn't say shit to Annalise because I didn't want to stress her out more than she already was. Lisey, I called as I went in the house and searched for her. Lisey, Lisey. I finally found her in the bedroom. Are you alright? Can you believe that nigga? Hollering at me like I did something wrong. That bitch came over here and came after me. But he wanted to yell at me for fighting with her ass. You have every right to be upset. Upset? I ain't upset. I'm pissed the fuck off, she yelled. And I understand why. Zakia was wrong for coming over here. But what'd you expect, sis? I mean, you were sleeping with her baby daddy, I argued. I have a feeling that you were only messing with him because she was sleeping with your husband. But you and I both know the two wrongs don't make a right. Wait, wait, whoa. That bitch started messing with my husband first and not once did I run over to where they were staring and start no shit, nor did I care either. You coming to me like I did something wrong. Whose side are you on, Michaela? Annalise asked. 
Of course I'm on your side, but I'm going to give you the advice the way you gave it to me. You didn't even listen to me or take any of the advice I gave you, though. I know, and I regret that shit. Is that what you need me to say? That I was wrong for not listening to you? I need to know why she was so hostile when I was trying to help her. I'm not trying to argue with you, sis. I was ready to jump on that girl for you, but then I remembered it was a one-on-one and the bitch is pregnant. I didn't give two shits about that bitch being pregnant. She wanted to jump bad, so I was going to give her all the business, pregnant or not. She is the one who should have been worried about the baby she's carrying, not me. You right. Ding dong, ding dong. Now who the fuck is that, Annalise asked. I'll tell you who it better not be, Dalo or that bitch. I wanted to tell her it was probably Gavin, but I didn't know how she would receive that bit of news, so I just let her open the door and find out for herself. What the fuck are you doing here, Gavin? Annalise asked angrily. Doesn't she have, like, the ring device? Didn't they say she did? Like, and she always, folks, niggas always carry their phones. Like, y'all carry your phones with you at all times. Shouldn't she have just looked at the fucking, they never look at the fucking ring device. They have a ring device, but they don't look at it. Like, you could have looked and saw it was Gavin and talked through the fucking ring device. Like, Gavin, get your bunk ass out of here. Zakia, get your bitch ass off my steps. Daylo, pack your shit and get the fuck out. She could have done all that, but no, they ain't looked at the ring device. Not yet. Why the fuck are you going to use that name if you don't utilize him in the actual book? You got the ring device, you got the the Alexa echoes all throughout the house and shit. You said that, why don't you use none of it? Or else donate it to charity. Niggas can use that shit down in whatever part of Portland white folks don't live at. Niggas is actually poor. Also, also, y'all yelling back and forth in that street. I don't know how much money your daddy got, but since this house looked like a fucking estate the way y'all stated it, that means you live around a lot of white people who will not hesitate to call the fucking cops on you for fighting in the front yard of your house and yelling and screaming up and down the block. So the fact that the cops didn't come is fucking untruthful as shit. Anyway. What the fuck are you doing here, Gavin? Annalise asked angrily. Yeah, maybe I should have let her know he was coming over. Anyone else probably would have thought that I would be worrying about my own marriage. But I wanted Annalise and Gavin to find a way to work things out. I loved them together, and if she listened to him, she would realize they belong together. I thought we should talk, Gavin said. Well, shit, you thought wrong, Annalise huffed and shut the door in his face. I was astounded. I could not believe she just did that. My mouth just hit the floor. You know, it's funny that uh, Michaela feels like... um, Annalise and Gavin, she loves them together and all that kind of stuff because Gavin can't stand her ass. In the first book, he was talking about how he thought that Michaela was probably trying to get with her and thought that, that she was cheating with Michaela. He don't like her, so when this come about? If he doesn't like her, obviously he's probably not holding those emotions or thoughts back whenever he's around Michaela, so Michaela probably don't like him either, so when this come about? And also, are we going to see Joe and the kids again? I hope not. I hope it's just a done deal. I do. But... She does need to focus on her family. I mean, niggas just hop and fly them from Texas to Portland like it ain't nothing nowadays, don't they? Like it ain't nowhere near to go. Shit. Chapter 7. Gavin. After finding out Zakia wasn't carrying my child, all I could think about was having a conversation with my wife. I didn't want a divorce. Shit, I never did. But I knew that Annalise was pushing forward with it because of what happened between me and Zakia. I couldn't say I blamed her, though. Truthfully, I had crossed a line no man should ever cross. Not only had I fucked her sister, 
but I thought that bitch was pregnant by me and I purchased a house for her and those kids to live in. What the hell had I done? I had really fucked up. That was what I had done. Yeah, it was time for me and Annalise to have that talk. Just as I was about to reach out to her again, Michaela hit me up and asked me to swing past the house to have a talk with my wife. Of course, I was more than happy to oblige. Dropping what I was doing, I shot right on over there. Oddly, when I arrived at the house, I saw Dalo's car outside. Sitting there for a moment, I thought it was strange that Michaela would invite me over when that nigga was already here. Was this a fucking setup? Fuck it, I chanted, grabbing my keys from the cup holder. Climbing out my rental, I took a deep breath and went up to ring the doorbell. Not knowing what to expect, I waited with a smile on my face to show that I came in peace. Boy, was that a waste of time because Annalise obviously didn't give a damn what I was here for. She just cussed me out and slammed the door in my face. The fuck was that about? I wondered out loud. What I couldn't understand was why she would react like that if Michaela had already told her I was coming over. None of it made sense and I wasn't about to drive all the way over there and not find out the answer. Boldly standing there, I knocked on the door once again and waited. Whether Annalise was willing to admit it or not, we needed to talk. I didn't give a damn if she was acting like that because Dayla was over there. He was no threat to me. He was when he was busting your ass up when his friend was there. That's for fucking sure. Like, I don't know. Seemed like a threat then. Seemed like a threat when uh, Zakia was pregnant with what you thought was your child. Seemed like a threat then. Now all of a sudden, what your man got to do with me? Like, nigga, take your old ass and go get a drink. All I needed was 10 minutes of my wife's time with no interruptions. If she still felt the same way after hearing me out, so be it. Knock, knock, knock. I don't know why the fuck I said knock, knock, knock. Like, what the fuck? That ain't how I get down. What? This time, Michaela opened the door for me, and she allowed me to come inside the house. I didn't see Annalise or Daylodo. Daylodo. <laughs> Where is she? I asked. She's in the bedroom. Just have a seat in the living room and I'll go get her. I really think the two of you need to talk, but I didn't have a chance to tell her that you were coming, Michaela admitted. That explains the door slammed in my face, I said. I hope she just agrees to have a conversation with me. Give me a few minutes to have a chat with her. Before Michaela headed to the bedroom, I wanted to ask her about Dalo's car outside to see if he was still here. Because even though you know he ain't a threat, he still want to know if he's there. Because he needs to make sure that he's not a threat, but he's worried. The only reason I didn't was because I didn't want to seem like I saw that nigga as a threat or nothing. I didn't see him as a threat. He said that again, which means this nigga's a threat. Damn, I whispered as I heard Michaela and Annalise arguing. Now, if I heard Dalo's voice, I was ready to go back there and fuck some shit up. But I paused when I heard Annalise say that I could get the fuck out because she didn't have shit to say to me. I didn't know if I should stay or leave. Half of me wanted to stay because I knew we needed to talk. But the other part of me felt like I should leave. If she didn't want to have that heart to heart with me, what was the point of me sitting here? Riding from the sofa after being restless for the past 20 minutes... Annalise finally walked into the living room with a frown on her face. I could tell by the way she was standing with her arms folded over her chest that this was going to be a struggle. Why are you here? She asked. I just wanted the opportunity to just apologize to you face to face. I'm so sorry for everything I put you through. Okay. Now that you've apologized, you can go. She turned to leave, but I rushed over and grabbed her by her wrist. 
She jerked her arm from me like she wanted to knock me the fuck out. Quickly raising my hand to surrender, I apologized again. I'm sorry. Don't you ever put your hands on me, Gavin, she warned as she wagged her finger in my face. I'm sorry, but please let me talk to you. You said what you came here to say. I'm not interested in hearing anything else. Are we always going to be this rude and hostile with each other? Because that ain't what I want. God damn it. I hate that. I hate when people put that out there like guilting. But what you you really think that you're doing something by saying, are we always going to be this mean to one another? You know who I hear do that all the time? Folks going through custody issues, people who just got divorced, stuff like this. And you know what the answer is? Yes. Yes, we are. Because you keep putting the ball in my court like it's my fault that I'm getting hostile over the point, the fact that you cheated on me with my goddamn younger sister. Yes, you just rolled me a baby bouncer and I'm about to kick this shit out the park. Yes, we always going to be this hostile. Matter of fact, come close to me for a hug. Okay, come close, come close, come here, come here. Let's hug it out. Let's hug it out. And then when he gets close, knee him in the dick. Always. Funk on sight. I don't give a fuck what you want, Gavin. You want to release of my concern, she said. I get that. And that's my fault. Damn right it's your fault. You hurt me, Gavin. I had no idea you were down here fucking that bitch. Actually, it would be up here because they went from Texas to Portland. So it would be up. He flew north, not down. My dad was real anal about that shit. You coming down here to see us, dad? Up here, nigga. I'm like, all right, man, you don't even say you love me. The least you could do is give me a pass on that shit. I don't call you out on that shit. <sighs> the whole time, I thought you were renting my house to people who were actually paying rent when in all actuality, you were depositing your own money to cover it up. Oh, that's filthy. How could you betray me like that, she asked. What did I do to make you want to hurt me that way? I never meant to hurt you, Lisey. You know, I, I just meant to fuck your sister, move up here, contemplate starting a family, hate you behind your back, tell your sister about how much me and you don't have a relationship. I didn't mean to hurt you, though. I meant to hurt everything about you, but not you personally. I meant to completely just decimate your character, but not hurt you specifically. Just your fucking aura. I fucking hate your aura. But you, I love. I don't like Michaela. I don't like the fact you go out and visit people. I don't like the trips you're always taking. I don't like the fact that you couldn't beat up your sister. But I don't hate you now that I know that your sister's not pregnant with my kid. Now we can talk. But before that, she, let's talk. Let's talk about hurt. Let's talk about the term hurt. I didn't mean to hurt you. And you find out. I never meant to hurt you, Lisey. I was a damn fool for doing you like that because you didn't do shit to deserve that. If I could rewind the clock and go back, I would think twice before I did what I did, but I can't. No, you can't. You fucked me over real good, though. I'll give you that, she confessed. I never thought that you of all people would stoop so low. That ratchet bitch wasted no time jumping on your dick so she could use you and you fell for it, dummy. While I didn't like that my wife was referring to me as a dummy... She was right. Looking at everything I recently gone through with Zakia, even Fred Sanford would agree with Annalise. I guess I was a big dummy. I still didn't like being called that by my wife, though. You keep calling her your wife. I don't think that's how this works. Like, niggas keep holding on, like, until we get the divorce, you my wife. No, niggas, you cheated on me. Like, we're done here. 
If she wanted to reconcile, she would have said, I want to reconcile. And she's going to say they want to reconcile because this is a book. But still, you're absolutely right. She played me for a damn fool the whole time. And I have no one to blame but myself. Enough with the pity party, Gavin. What do you want from me? She asked. I want you to call off the divorce and go to counseling with me. Counseling? Call off the divorce? Oh, hell no, she shrieked. That divorce is happening even if you don't agree with it. You fucked me over in the worst way, and I refuse to stay married to you. Whatever you thought was going to happen with you and Zakia, keep that same energy and work it out with her. Are you serious? We both made mistakes, Lisey. I mean, where's your little boy toy? I asked. I looked around. I saw his car outside. He left with your bitch. What? I was confused by what she was saying. You heard me. He left with your bitch. Wow, I said. I definitely didn't expect that. So, y'all are over? What business is it of yours? None, I guess. I shook my head. Then don't be asking me about my fucking business, Gavin. You lost that right a long time ago, she continued to fuss. Once I realized that Annalise wasn't ready to talk yet, I gave up and walked towards the front door. Running around me, she opened it wide and slammed it behind me, telling me never to come back. Wow, I sighed and went back to the car to leave. What the hell is really going on? Zakiya ain't having my baby. She having Dalos. She with him now and Annalise still don't want to forgive me? Life was crazy and I had to learn to roll with the punches by any means necessary. Yeah, because you didn't learn how to roll with them punches that Zakia or Annalise were giving you a few chapters ago. <sighs> Although that was easier said than done when dealing with the affairs of the heart. I had to try. Let me focus on my practice in making this paper. I'm going to hook up with some of my old homeboys and get back into the swing of things. I convinced myself and forced to grin. Going inside to an empty house immediately turned my smile upside down. Becoming mad all over again, I doubt Annalise haven't tried one more time. Only reason why? My grandmama didn't raise no quitter. Let's talk about grandparents. So, um, a lot of y'all want what your grandparents had, but you don't know what your grandfather had were kids next door. And a family up the block. And a family in the next town over. And your grandma had to put up with all that shit because life. Now, 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 when I say grandmothers, I'm talking about 80s babies. If you was born in like fucking 2000, then you ain't got to listen to this shit. Because your grandparents heard the conversation from their grandparents about why you don't fuck around with people when they fuck around on you. They put up with all that shit so you don't have to. They walk so we can run our fucking asses out the house when somebody cheats on you. That's why your grandparents, your grandma was the one who was talking about burning people with hot grits and, and burying them in the backyard and all that kind of shit. This is 2021, nigga. You better quit. That woman will cut you and cut you deep. 916-633-1537. Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com. Ratchet Book Club on Twitter. I'm Derek. Thank y'all so much for checking this out. I greatly do appreciate it. Uh, please consider becoming a Patreon member. Um, the episodes come out there a lot faster and it helps me to pay for these books as they come out. That's really all I use it for. Um, but thank you again. I so greatly appreciate y'all. You have a wonderful day. I'll holler at you later. Peace. 
intro and outro to Ratchet Book Club is by that kid Garan, and it's called Goodbyes. You can email him at tkgbeats94 at gmail.com for more information on how to lease this feat. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know by now that you said.